Hey, busy business people. I am here today with another entrepreneur taking action, Carrie Conley. Carrie helps entrepreneurs get their someday plan out of their head and into action. And I'm getting the scoop today on how she does it. Okay, so before the episode, now you had mentioned that you have an exercise you use that helps people turn their someday plan into tangible goals that they can execute personally and professionally. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? What, is that? what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, you know, so many people, Christina, especially entrepreneurs are walking around with that someday plan. I also call it the hope and the wish and the prayer plan, where they're hoping things will happen, they're praying it happens, you know, all that. And what I have found, especially with entrepreneurs, is that means they're usually running really expensive hobbies. Um, you know, they have no set monetizing goals with dates on things because they don't really have a vision of where they're going with dates on things. So in the exercise that I walk people through, I get them to write the vision very, very clearly in every area of their lives, especially in their field, their career, their business, um, because the more detailed it is, the better. And what I get them to do is put a target date on it. So the first thing they do when they sit down to write this is date it as if it's three years out from that date. And then right after they write that date, they write how old they will be. And then after that, they write the ages of their family members and close friends, people who are involved in their life, right? Because time and aging are non-negotiable. And when I get people to do that, it changes their perspective of everything. They're like, wow, okay, so I'm going to be like... 37 years old or 52 or whatever, and my kids are going to be this, these ages. And they're starting to see a very clear picture of what they want their life to look like as if it is that day. So what it affects is the bottom line of their business and how they're operating it. I could see that. That makes a lot of sense because it's so easy mm -hmm. to think in terms of like, oh, in three years, I want to be doing this. And in five years, I want to be doing this. In 10 years, I want to be doing this. But then you look at something like, oh, well, in three years, I'm going to be 45 or 50. Or it's like, well, by the time I'm 50, I wanted to achieve this. And that right. that doesn't match with what my three-year plan right. is. I can see where that would be really very powerful. Because I think we all have yeah. these moments, right, where it's like, I am way older than I feel like I am. Like I'm 38 and I'm like 40 felt like so far away when I was like right. a baby business owner, just getting started and looking at like the whole wide world ahead, like 40 so far, I've got plenty of time. Yeah. And then you're like, when did that sneak up on me? Where did that come? You know? Yeah. And see, I just turned 60 a few days ago. Oh, wow. Um, Happy and birthday. Well, thank you. And 40 seems like it was just here yesterday. So I'm going to tell you, three years, blip on the radar, right? It's going to happen so, so fast. And what happens when people don't project out three years is it shows up on their doorstep and they look around going, okay, what just happened and how did we get here? And this is not how I wanted it to look, or we weren't prepared as a family for this or, you know, all the things. So what looking out does is it helps you get that picture so that you can reverse engineer a game plan, right? And again, in every area of your life, start thinking about what your fitness life looks like, your friends, your family, your field, your finances, all those things. So that when you come all the way down to every single day, you are super intentional about your daily actions. They either line up with the vision and the goals or they don't. Yep. 
And we work with people mostly in like the marketing sales aspect of their businesses. And it's so true even in there, because it's like, they'll be like, this is what I want to have happening in three months from a marketing perspective. I want this many leads. I want this much stuff. And it's like, okay, well, do you have this much time to spend with us to help make that happen? Like we've got to get stuff out of your head. We've got to like the strategy you wanted to do is not going to work in three months. I have to do something else that takes more time. And they're like, oh, well, no, I don't have, I don't have any free time. Okay. Well, how many clients do you really need? Well, I only need one or two. <laughs> it's like, they just, that lack of goals, like they really don't yes. know. And it's like, you know, people that are doing, I talk to new business owners all the time that are like, mm-hmm. I need to build this big marketing machine and they only need like 10 clients or five clients, or it's like their first mm-hmm. five clients or their first 10 clients. And it's like, you don't need a big marketing machine. It's like Correct. Have, being able to reverse engineer this is where you want to go and then back up into what it's going to mm-hmm. take to get there. It's easier and harder to get there at the same time. Do you ever find mm-hmm. that with people? Like it's so yes. simple, but yet it's so hard. Yeah. It kind of the same time they have to change their thinking so much. Well, what's happening here and what you're talking about, Christina, is people are putting the cart before the horse kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, they don't need all of that. If they aren't clear on the vision and like you said, how many clients do you need? How much money do you need to make by when, you know, it's just all so vague that what they're wanting is to have the machine do all the work for them in essence. Yep. Um, And, you know, when I got started officially speaking and coaching about 10 years ago, uh, every client that I brought in came to me out of me networking and talking to people, me verbally talking to people about what I do, why I do it. Uh, what my services were and, and and whatnot. And so when I did hire a marketing team, I had already proven that I could do it, right? I was making money and I was really, really clear on the vision of where I was going and who I served. Yep. There's so much truth yes. to that. Most people don't have that in place yet. And it's one of the things that cracks me up with most like marketing agencies is if you ask them how they get their clients, they'll say exactly what you just said. It's from networking, it's from speaking, it's from putting myself out there, talking to people, but that's right. not, they don't do that for their clients, which is crazy. Correct. We do for our clients yep. because I had that epiphany several years ago that it's like, why am I pitching and doing marketing services that I, I don't even really do myself because this works better. So right. <laughs> it's like right. it changed our whole model, which was really cool. Now, I know the other flip side of it, like I keep diving into the entrepreneurial part, but the other flip side of what you help people with is the family aspect. Like, you know, yeah. you're, you're raising two families, two babies at one time when you have a business and a family. So it's like, so how does that kind of, you know, impact things? What are some challenges that you see people, you know, facing yeah. on both sides? It's such a good question. You know, as entrepreneurs, I just had another conversation with somebody a minute ago about this. You know, we start doing our businesses because we're passionate about it, right? Mm-hmm. And we're excited in the beginning. It's a lot of fun. And then all of a sudden, it becomes our world, our everything. And what we start doing is living and breathing our businesses 24-7. And so we forget about our family, our friends, our health, uh, you know, all the other things that are important. And unfortunately, when you when you do that, everything suffers, including the business, because you're not showing up as your best self. So we have to, in the vision, create that balance. So every day I'm so clear on the things that I want inside every area of my life, Christina, that I assess, okay, what are three things that I need to work on today that need some attention? 
And sometimes those, those days are like, like yesterday I left my, left everything just the way it was here in my office and jumped in the car with my daughter. And we took my two-year-old grandson to the zoo. For me, that was a huge goal for the day because that that's important to me as his grandma, as my daughter's mom, it makes me a better person. Thus, it makes me stay balanced with loving my business and not letting it rule my world. Right. Yeah. And I think it's easy yeah. to justify too, because it's like, as your, as your business starts growing and it's not a side hustle anymore, it is your primary source of income. It's easy to say, well, spending this time in the business is what pays my bills. It's what pays for the future things that I want to do those days off those trips to the zoo, the, the fun things that we want to do. It's what enables those things. So like what, if somebody's in that mindset where it's like, well, I have to do this. Like, what would you say to them? So we're not promised tomorrow. And that's the game we play is thinking, you know, it's all right. If I didn't go to the zoo today, we can do it tomorrow. Um, I have had tragedy strike my life, Christina, twice. I've lost my husband to suicide almost eight years ago. And then three years later, lost my 26 year old son to suicide. Mm. And so I think if you've never been through any kind of life altering tragedy like that, we play that I've got plenty of time game and I just don't play that game. So you really have to think about, is it really that important that I make five more phone calls today and not go to the zoo? Or is it more important that I take the time and, you know, have that time with my grandson Um, you know, I physically moved from one state to another last summer, Christina, to be near him Mm -hmm. because I know how fast time goes and I want to be very involved in his life. So I think people just need to stop playing that. I got all the time of the world kind of thing because you just don't know what tomorrow brings. Yep. I'll throw another challenge at you. Um, cause I've actually worked with clients like this in the past that had that mindset. However, maybe too far. <laughs> and the opposite was happening. Oh, yeah. And so they I've were spending all, the- all of the personal time and thinking that they had, you know, all the time in the world to get their business where it needed to be. And they were missing opportunities. They were not present. So their team wasn't as functional as it needed to be. Um, mm-hmm. All of that kind of stuff. So let's, let's flip that question yeah. on its head. And what if the opposite is true? And you're not- oh, my gosh. I love this. <laughs> I love this question because I've coached so many entrepreneurs and I will tell you a super high percentage, like super high percentage, were doing all the other things and not moving their business forward. Yep. Um, again, thinking, all right, well, it's, it's, it's okay if I didn't do it this month. I can do it next month. And here's where the, the bottom line is going back to the dates on things. So when I work with an entrepreneur and they're telling me that they need to run a money-making business, you know, because a lot of times I can go to them and say, okay, look, you can either run this as a mission and or ministry, or you can run this as a, a business. Which do you want? I don't care. There's no judgment, but you have to decide because right now you're running a mission. Yep. No, no. And so the question will always would be, no, no, I need to make money. I'm like, all right. So we have to get super clear on what are the income targets with dates on things. And don't make them up. Don't just pull them out of your head going, well, it'd be kind of cool if I made a hundred, you know, six figures this year. I'm like, okay, we're making up numbers now. 
I don't care what the number is, but you have to give me some real numbers. What is it that your business needs to make by when and what is it paying for that's non-negotiable? See, the problem we have is that a lot of times entrepreneurs have incomes coming in from somewhere else. And so they don't they don't run the business as a business making money for the business and for their personal life as well. I've literally told some clients, I need you to cut up your credit cards right now <laughs> and figure out where you're going to be bringing in money that's going to be paying for the things you're putting on those credit cards that something else is paying for, right? So we just have to put some some dates on things. And, you know, I've run two businesses, Christina, and both times I've had target dates of incomes that I needed to hit because there were things that were coming that I wanted to pay for. I needed to pay for. Yeah. Big difference in running a mission. Yep. And it changes when you start hiring staff. I think that's where most people have the panic, right? Because they don't have the financial stability. They don't have the goals. They don't have the plans. And so when it comes right. down to, okay, you've only got so many hours in a day choices, you're either not going to make more money like this is your cap. This is it. And you really need right. to be making less because you're selling your time for money and you're out of time. You need to go spend it with your family. So you're going to have to make less or you have to hire. You have to hire. And when you do that, yes. another person's livelihood is in your hands. Right. And a lot that's terrifying to me as many business owners as I've met and worked with over the years. How many of them that have other human beings lives in their hands and they have no mm. idea what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> there's no financial yeah. targets. There's no goals. There's no. And it's like, oh, that's painful. We need to fix yeah. that. Um, I think yeah. the other issue I run into, maybe you've got some advice you can speak to on this one, is again priorities, right? I feel like the other two questions were kind of priorities. But the other thing yeah. that we have is, okay, well, now I want to do all of the things. I want to do all of the business things. I want to do all of the personal things. I want to do all of the, all of the things. How do you right. choose? How do you know what's going to get you towards the goals? Mm -hmm. Well, again, I, every day I assess the day and what I, I know needs some attention. Um, some days it's just full on, okay, my business today is a top priority. Um, I've got a, you know, I've got something coming up that needs full on attention. And so today it's just, you know, all about doing what I need to do inside my business. And I talk to people about doing the income producing activities versus the non income producing activities. Um, you know, income producing activities is bringing in clients and bringing in the revenue. Non income producing activities are things like setting up your PayPal account, setting up your files in your office, you know, people just need some discernment there. Right. And then some days like yesterday, I just needed that break to spend some time with their family. That was priority for me. So every day it's a, it's a checks and check and balance kind of thing, Christina. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think enough people. So one of the things that I do every single day and I have for years is the first hour of my day I spend in quiet time. So before I get on the phone, before I start doing anything, I check in with myself by reading journaling, um, meditating. And I set, and I think about my goals for the month and for the week and what, what are the three things that need the most attention today? And then I time block it on my calendar. I'm a big time blocker. It's another <laughs> thing I teach a lot of people. <laughs> um, and that's what the priorities become. I love that you have something actionable there, like that time with yourself in the mornings and then the time blocking. I hear that a lot from people that are successful. I cannot yes. do it to save my life. I have tried. 
I don't know what it is, but it just doesn't work for me. I can do the planning at night. That was one trick. And everybody's like, oh, no, that's a terrible way to end your day because it gets your brain going. I'm like, for me, it, it gets it out of my brain yeah. and gives me permission to stop thinking about it. So yeah. for me, I have to do it at night. And that works for me. Time blocking still does not work. I'm trying. Mm. I try. I've got somebody that's working with me on that. And uh, that's yeah, good. I'm so yeah. bad at time blocking. So It's hard for people who are super creative. Yeah. And when you've got a team and when you've got clients, I think one of the biggest things that helped me is we have two people that manage our clients now and mm. we've gotten them trained and successful enough. And it's terrifying to put someone else in charge of your client relationships, but now I'm just managing my team. So instead of like 20, 30 people like, Hey, do you got five minutes? I only have a couple of people saying, do you got five minutes throughout the day? So that's helped mm. drastically. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a, like, do you have any advice for people that are time blocking or trying to gain more control over their schedules? Maybe if they're not time blocking, just your schedule, yeah. your calendar rules your day and you just, you're, you're at war with father time all day long. <laughs> like what tips would you have there? Well, I do know that there are two types of people in the world. There are people who cannot feel an hour pass to save their life, right? They just... They just don't feel time moving. And so two or three hours will go by and they'll think, oh my gosh, like what just happened and where did that go? And then there are other people that can feel time passing. I happen to be one of those people just because I think I've time, I've time blocked my schedule for so long that it's just internal, right? So if you are somebody that doesn't feel the time passing, one, you definitely need to use some sort of a calendar uh, tool, whether that's digital or paper or whatever, but you know, and literally block the time. So when I started my first business, I had two babies at home. So I only had a two hour window to work on my business, literally nap time. So that block right there was only used for, for um, building my business. So I didn't take calls for my mother. I would tell her I'd call you later. Uh, so, you know, you have to just get really committed to that block and you stay focused on whatever it is you block there. Um, I highly recommend people, especially if they can't feel the time passing is to set your timer on your phone to go off every hour mm -hmm. so that you do look up from what you're doing and stop and say, okay, what is the best use of my next 60 minutes? Yep. Right. That hack then, has actually it, worked for me. I have the grandfather clock thing on my, uh, on my phone and I did that for a little while. And then I got this little dude. Yeah. And it's like, it has a little, like, you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the coolest things that this did for me was I didn't space out before a meeting. Cause like, you know, you always have that like 10, 15 minutes where it's like, I've got a yes. call coming up and you're like, what do I, what do I do with 10, 15 minutes that I don't get lost? And like, you start checking your emails and you're like, crap, I'm like 10 minutes late. This little guy helped yes. me with that kind of stuff. I think I'm definitely yeah. in that. Don't feel time passing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, it is hard. It's, it's hard. It's a habit that you just have to develop. Um, and I wish that I could tell entrepreneurs that, you know, it's all right. It's not that big a deal. It's a big deal. <laughs> it affects everything. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. You Pay end up with a lot life. of that whole, um, like where did the day go? Where did the week go? Holy crap. It's already Friday. When did that happen? Or even yeah. like, where did this entire year go? How are we halfway through May right now? Like, yeah. what is going on? 
true. Yep. It's so true. Yep. Yeah. That's how quickly time yep. can sneak up on you on like a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. Is it just, it's there before you know it. I think you've yep. shared a lot of really great tips and I know we're coming up on our time here. Um, tell us a little bit about you. So like, where does someone find you? What does working with you look like? Who do you like to work with? Yeah. Thank you for asking. Um, I have a website. It's just my name, kerryconley.com. Um, I do have a couple of books on Amazon. One is called Vision is Victory, which is a workbook that people can uh, take and actually um, write their vision like they've never done before. Uh, and I have a free downloadable version. Can I offer that if I just tell yeah. people how to text it and get it? Yeah. it's um, If you text the word VICTORY, all in caps, to 26786, you can get the downloadable version. Um, my daughter and I co-authored a book together, Christina, in 2019 after we lost my son and my husband, and it's called Keep Looking Up. So it tells a little bit more about our story and what we've been through and what has helped us through the journey. Um, so I speak a lot, obviously, about vision, purpose, goal setting, life balance. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, so I speak on sp stages. I do a lot of podcasts, a lot of radio interviews. And I get hired specifically right now. I'm getting hired by small business owners and team leaders to come in and do uh, my vision and life balance workshop with them. Um, if I can get the leader really, really more clear on their vision, it helps the entire team. Uh, so that's what I'm working on right now. I also have a digital tool that I highly recommend using uh, called ULA. I started using it about a year ago and it helps people craft their, their dream life and it has a downloadable app that they can use so that they can do their three intentional things every day. Oh, that's really cool. And I would 100% agree with that. Like if you can get the leader on there and there's so many things that talk about this, right? I mean, like if you look at all the different like EOS frameworks, scalable frameworks, they all devote entire sections to just getting like the leader to have some clarity and being able right. to communicate that down to the team and to get the team on board because they need to know why they're there every day. Exactly. Know? I mean, like that's one of the things like we do is when I got really clear on, you know, we help people turn their superpowers into sales. Like you find people that are really good, really good at something, but you can't really tell it unless you talk to them because all of their marketing is chaos and their messaging is terrible. We help them fix all of that and it literally changes their life. You know, and it's like once I was able to like articulate that, to my team, it was like, well, everything changed. They even pushed back and kept me corralled a little bit better when I had like ideas like, hey, I want to do this. And they're like, but that doesn't serve our clients and the mission that we're trying to do for them. And I'm like, right. Yeah. They get the culture. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, so they hold me back, which is good because, you know, we have like entrepreneurial ADD sometimes where it's like we have too many yeah. ideas. Like there's no shortage of ideas whenever you're an there entrepreneur. Is no like there's a lot yeah. of people with a lot of really effective marketing to give us new ideas all the time. And that's why I love right. a lot of this conversations around what's your vision, what's your, you know, what are you focused on? So I think this has been really great. Um, I yeah. love the resources that you shared with everybody. And I think it's so powerful for someone to consider bringing you in. So I'm glad that I get to get to amplify your message and shine the spotlight on you a little bit. Cause I think what you do is so important. So thank you so much for coming on. Well, thanks for having me. This has been fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, guys listening, this is your call to take action. Definitely reach out, uh, check in with Carrie, go get the book. Definitely go get the book and check out our website. I think there's so much value to that. And until next time, everybody. Bye.